Good morning. Welcome to the Social Collective's podcast. This is episode 28. Yay. So today we have an amazing guest that we're super excited about. We have Chuck Meyer with Rescue Barbecue. We almost got his beautiful wife, Valerie, but we are very happy to have Chuck here, and we'd welcome them both back anytime. Again, second place. (laughs) Hey, it's better than third. That's right. Speaking of third, (laughs) you have award-winning chili, right? Yes, Third place, the best, okay. the best third place chili you'll ever have. I, I feel like it's first place chili. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened there, but you have a delicious menu. You have an amazing variety of beers there at Rescue Barbecue. Can you tell us a little bit about, first of all, how did you come up with your name? Well, um, I, long time ago, I was a volunteer fireman in New Jersey on the heavy rescue squad. And so it was kind of a joke among people, you know, Hey, we should do re- everything was rescue something, you know. I was even a DJ for a while, and the company was rescue the rescue company. It says, "Well, Ooh. we'll save any party." <laughs> I love, uh, I, I love that. that. <laughs> I love that. Yes, and uh, so my myself and my friend Ed uh, were the DJs, and we actually paid for our own weddings based on the m- money we made through DJing. How cool is that? That's so sweet. So did you, did you, this was with Valerie. Yes. And you had, you said, okay, we're going to get married. This is our budget for the wedding. And now I've got to go do some gigs and cover this. Well, we actually started the uh, DJing just before I met Valerie. And then you were like, okay, we got to work hard so I can pay for this wedding. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. I love that. Okay. So how did you come to be from driving a big rig, or what did you call it? It was a rescue uh, truck. It was okay, heavy so rescue. Yes. so how did you go from driving that in New Jersey to owning Rescue Barbecue here in Loudoun County? Uh, that's a long story, but uh, <laughs> I was a IT guy on Wall Street, and so I had a couple of opportunities to move around. The first one was to come down here, and it just didn't feel right at the time. A little bit before that, at 1993. When the first bombing went off in World Trade Center, I was actually off of work that that, that wow. week. It was in a ten year career with that company. I only missed about six days of work, and it was five that week. Wow! So it was you know I l- lucked out there, and then um, I had an opportunity to, to, to come down here, and it just f- felt right. And uh, then three years later, we found out that we lived through nine eleven. And that plane hit uh, 10, 10 stories below where my office was. Wow. Oh, wow. oh my God. That's right. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I don't know how I got on this tangent here. But uh, so anyway, we're down here. And, um, and you know, I always loved the I- IT world, uh, but I kind of lost, lost the edge after 9-11. You know, it was one of those things, you know, do you really care about how many screens are in front of you, you know, to do the work? And, you know, any there was nothing – life or death decisions were being made, you know. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, people in there didn't go through the uh, first responder life and things like that, um, didn't understand that. You know, so I, I kind of just took a step back from that. And uh, and I, I started to cook. I always loved to cook and always loved to grill. And then I asked my wife for a smoker one time. And it was for Father's Day. It was probably about 14 years ago. Wow, and then that's it, awesome. Yeah, and then it just 
took off like crazy. We'd invite friends over to go to the pool, and I'd say, I, uh, I have all the meats, just bring some sides and some drinks. And then next thing you know, we're doing sides, and then people are contacting, hey, can I buy some of this? Can I buy some of that? And so we decided to do it for fun. My wife would get a kick out of this. And, uh, and so the first year when, when we started catering for fun, we did 112 catering jobs. Wow. wow. For fun. And for this fun. was just as a hobby. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So we, we would work our full-time jobs and come home and cook all night long. Wow. Did you have more than one smoker no, at this point? No. Still on, on one on, smoker. On one smoker, wow. yes. And so the straw on the camel's back there was a graduation weekend the second year of business. We did 42 catering jobs in a, in a weekend. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so what year was this? Oh, uh, probably uh, 2015, tw- 2014. Okay, okay. Because I just remember before you guys got the brick and mortar, Woodgrove High School, Ivan graduated Woodgrove High School, and I just remember – it was rescue barbecue catering everywhere. Yeah. So I didn't know if that was possibly the the graduation weekend. I mean, there was probably we we did deliveries all, all over Aladdin County. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're so. glad you're here. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. You know, it was kind of a rough way to come here. Yeah. Um, yeah. 9/11. Your office would have been. Was it in that building? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I have. Can't see it on a podcast, but I have a tattoo that shows oh, yeah, the where, that, where, where, where the plane went in. Yeah, yeah. So. that was yeah. traumatic. I mean, I that was so when that happened, when nine eleven happened, I Ivan was I think a couple months old, and I had major postpartum depression, and so I remember stepping out onto the sidewalk and not feeling anything because I was on so many uh, so much medication. And I was totally numb, and I just knew the world had changed. And I knew that everybody was crying and just broken, and I couldn't feel anything. It was the weirdest feeling to not feel anything during that time frame. But it was just a turning point in our world. And obviously in your yeah. life. So, yeah. but we're we're really glad you guys are here. Yeah. And I remember when I I met your wife, I just fell in love with her immediately. She's such a, a warm, open, kind person. Honest. Very, very <laughs> honest. <laughs> but it, she was just so kind and and warm. And I can see why you're so popular and why you've been so successful. Not just the meat, not just the beer and the sides, but also you guys as a couple. You're kind of a power couple. Well, thank you. So what do you attribute your success to? Do you attribute it to the quality of the food that you serve? Do you attribute it to the to you and your wife? Probably a little bit of both. When we were catering, you know, we'd, we'd cook for each one of those jobs. When we started doing the concessions at Evergreen Sports Complex and started getting, you know, mass producing stuff, Valerie's big thing to me was you have to make sure everything is consistent. You know, whether we're serving it to someone coming off the field or or to a wedding, everything has to be consistent. Mm-hmm. So that's how we, we we try to do everything, you know, consistently. So it forced me to sit down and write all my recipes out and, you know, stuff. Now we have them in English and Spanish, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because the restaurant and... Uh, she was right, yeah. yeah, yeah. That consistency, that quality yeah. that you can count on. I mean, I know I've picked up the breakfast casserole, from yeah. <laughs> Evergreen Sportsplex. Uh, I don't know if it was Christmas or Thanksgiving, but you guys probably, were serving uh, it. Yeah. 
and I was so glad I ordered it. Yeah. Cause I was like, oh, this saved the day. Cause I am never this organized. And I, <laughs> I ordered this casserole cause it looked so good and yeah. it was, be, it was better. It was better. Yeah. Do you guys, do you still have yes. that as an option? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that, that started out as we would cook them for friends and family and we drop them off on Christmas Eve. So this way they have don't worry about uh, breakfast in the morning, awesome. and then and then it went into my my uh, niece actually said you know Uncle Chuck you should sell those things, and so we we put on the menu at one year at Evergreen and it mm-hmm. was sold like crazy. Yeah, I mean I, there was like I everybody was pulling in. Yeah. Was it? I think it was Christmas. Yes, yeah. Because it was Christmas like Eve, everybody yeah. was pulling in to get their casserole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so besides the recipes being consistent, everything uh, we we like to. Treat everyone like their family. You know, my, my my wife says, you know, she wants people to think they're eating in our kitchen Aww. when 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 they come to the restaurant. You know, and then we tell also tell all the servers, you know, when you bring this food out, make sure that's a, envision that as your grandmother in a white dress. Wow. <laughs> you know, so so it's things like like that. You know, we you know we want to be friends with with, with everyone. Yeah, I love that your intention, setting the intention setting the value, mm-hmm. setting the, the the mission out there with your team, it really does translate well. So it, when I've been in there, that's exactly how I felt. But I always feel like that around you guys because you carry that with you everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's nice that you've been able to implement that with your team as well. And it sounds like family is a big focus and reason that you're doing all of this. So do you maybe want to talk about when you took that step from, you know, just doing this as like a hobby to making it a business and opening a storefront. Sure. Um, it started back after we did those 42 graduation parties. <laughs> uh, we said, all right, we think we have s- something here. And uh, so we set out to find a place and we ended up going to uh, Evergreen Sports Complex. And so at that point, we were going to, I was going to have my wife run it during a week, I'd keep my corporate mm-hmm. job, and then on weekends, we'd have the barbecue specials because I'd be there. Well, about a month after we decided this, I was n- notified they were shutting down my office in wow. Virginia. And Well, I feel yeah. like that was God speaking to yeah. you in so, so many ways. So, so Valerie, very spiritual at the time, was saying, you know, um, I wish we had a sign. I wish we had a sign. And I went to a meeting in, in New York, and I came back a day early. And she comes home from work, and she's like, I'm standing in the kitchen. She's like, what's going on? I said, well, you know that sign you want it? <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> yeah, so, so then I jumped in full-time that January, and that would be January of 15. Wow. Yes. So that's, that's when awesome. you started going to Evergreen Sports. Yes. Because you guys had a whole setup there. Yes, yeah. And then what was the deciding factor for you in moving to your own brick and mortar? Uh, we always, um, you know, since we, since the day we moved into Evergreen, we're always like, wouldn't it be nice to have our own place? Because Evergreen, we were working around their hours, their schedule. If it rained, they shut mm-hmm. down, or it snowed, they shut down. And we had n- no control over our own destiny. And so then during COVID, we had a fire in the kitchen oh. over there in uh, November of 19, we got up just in time to open up for winter of 2020. It just started rolling again, and then the world shut down. Oh, my gosh. That's um, right. Gosh, and, so you know, many and, things. And yeah. I said, you know, give me winter, give me COVID, give me the fire, you know, give me two of the three, 
you know, but give me all three. That that's really hard to overcome. Mm. Uh, yeah, so we we worked really hard. Uh, thank God for our food truck. Uh, so I put a post out on the next door app saying, "Who wants a barbecue truck in the neighborhood?" And I got bombarded with emails. You know, they you know people want want the food truck, and that's amazing. And so we had to change our whole model because we were used to have, we had the food truck go to our brewery, sell a plate, two yeah. plates. Now people are kind of buying meals for the entire family, mm-hmm. buying mm-hmm. food for the week. And so we had to go new packaging. We had an online ordering. Uh, thing built for us mm-hmm. and so we had to just change the whole model and then at that point we got serious to all right we really have to create our own destiny here you right. know we, we you know we can't rely on s- someone else that's when we all right let's go f- find a place wow 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 so really so many in the face of adversity is what brought you here yes yeah. you know all these different major global Crises. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. In yeah. the face of that, it's just been a steady stream towards where you yeah. are now. Yeah. Looks wow. like you do well in chaos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your corporate training paid off. Well, well, that, a, I think that was the uh, fire department training. Right. Oh, there you go. Wow. <laughs> it is. I you mean, it's meant crazy. For it. yeah. <laughs> no, but to just see what you turn it into, most people would freak out, look at it as a way to give up, but you t- made it bigger, better. Yes. And so then after the food truck, you did well enough to open a mortar. Yes. And yeah. when did that open? We opened up uh, February 12th of last year. That's amazing. It's just 13 months, yes. It's scary opening a new business yeah. in the middle yeah. of all of this. Yes. No, my question for you is, so you just mentioned to me uh Prior to the podcast, that you have about a hundred bourbons, hundred and forty, I believe. Yes, hundred and forty. Now, is that also a hobby that of collecting bourbon, or no? Like- that that just uh, came about. Oh. It was just uh, we were we were opening up the restaurant. We wanted to do a hyper local beer because with a food truck, we were at around a, a lot of breweries. Exactly. We met all the owners, the the, the head brewers, and we like we wanted. To Focus on all the Loudoun County beers, you know, Love it. and and then we we put this beautiful bar in. And if you, if you've seen it, the yes. Live Edge Bar, we had a couple of pieces left over. Like you know, that would be really good shelves behind the bar. So we put the shelves up, and then all of a sudden, it's like you know, the bourbons would look really good up there. <laughs> <laughs> and they do. They look they look gorgeous up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know enough about bourbon. I don't know. I don't really drink beer, but I am excited to explore your bourbon um, offerings and <laughs> give you my well, thirty of them. Well, well, well I, have an, I have an opportunity for that. So every Wednesday we do whiskey and wing Wednesday. Oh, oh my gosh, road trip! <laughs> so, so we feature six bourbons every week that are half price, and then every other bourbon is twenty five percent off. Wow. Okay, well, that's and when you wings? come in and get the good stuff. And, and our wings are half off. I don't know if you have, have you had our wings before, but people haven't had them yet. Come and try them. They're like, these are the best wings Well, in the we're world. wings girls. We're, we're, so. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> bourbon, wings, two of my favorite things. Yeah. It's going to happen. Oh, my I, God, that rhymed. Bourbon and wings, my favorite things. <laughs> these, are, these are a few bet, of my favorite things. That's a shirt we should do. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my God. Speaking of shirts, your shirt, the I Like Pig Butts oh, yeah. was yours, yeah. right? I know. And I David Wander won that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, at the Christmas tea. But I loved that so much. Those oh my, we were having so much fun decorating yeah. with those. So it was one of your um, donations. donations. Yeah, the basket was towards the shirt. Yeah. that was so yeah. cute. And I think this is 
one of many donations that you've mm-hmm. offered to the different charity events that we've done. And they always bring in a lot of money at the raffles because it's such an amazing, fun package that you put together. And that's something else you do. You a lot of a lot of community, yes. a lot of community work. Yeah, yeah we're, we're we're big supporters of uh, Team Matthias. In fact, last year we started to match the scholarship they wow. give give out, wow. and then now we got into uh, the. PKU Foundation. There's a like a couple who lives in a neighborhood yep. with two kids with it. So we we, oh. we so we host that every, every year. Is that Alexa? Uh, yes. Uh, yep. Yes. Yeah. So Jackson Taylor. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we have that coming up on May sixth. Yep. At the restaurant, but um, most of our focus goes towards first responders for obvious mm-hmm. reasons. Um, you know, so we get asked all the time. You know, do you give discounts for teachers? I'm like, unfortunately, we can't discount everyone. You know, we focus on First responders, because that's right. that was my life for a while, and then uh, you know, then we picked certain other things like Team Matthias is one of the big ones. So. And you do so much everywhere. I mean, those are the big ones that you do. But I know you've donated to several of our charity events. Yes. Um, so Tree of Life, Echo, and I'm not sure what the other ones were, but yeah. they brought in. I know that those bowls were filling up with the raffle tickets, so people were <laughs> dumping money in there. Oh yeah. yeah, and then we're also I'm, I'm a member of the Real Husbands page, and uh, so we uh, we we donated for their golf tournament last year. We we reduced the the, the food price for them. Then we also donated a bourbon tasting. Ooh, fancy! And uh-huh. Yeah. And, <laughs> Good and, luck. You're and, gonna and, have to be donating so, another right, one yeah. soon. Yeah. So, I mean, you can donate yeah. one directly to me. <laughs> so, so she's I, our taste yeah. tester. So, so I, I'm actually not sure who who purchased it, but I understand it brought in a lot of money. Yeah. Then that person turned around and donated that to a, another foundation oh, to wow. bid on again. Wow. I love it. Uh, that happens. Yeah. Oh, that happens a lot. Yeah, and I, I love, love it amazing. when that happens. Yeah. So, so the guy came in with it. He called up for it and he came in. He's like, I said, where'd you win? He said, I won this other. I'm like, well, I didn't donate there. He's like, no, this some guy had won it and, that's amazing. We had that happen for the last Christmas tea. Mm-hmm. So Greg Wells is a realtor, and he had an event for Keller Williams, a golf tournament, and he had a bunch of donations, and he rolled some of those over that were not bid on to our event for our Christmas tea, and it did bring in money. So awesome. it was a different crowd, and it brought in money. So it was very nice to see that kind of thing happen. But that's a really good idea about the bourbon tasting. So I'll be hitting you up later. <laughs> <laughs> so aside from that, you kind of mentioned the you know thing you have on Wednesdays. What other things do you guys do that we could talk about? Uh, we, we we have um, live music every Friday and Saturday. Usually one person performer, but we get some really good talent that comes through the door. Um, we do a mixology Monday where our, my daughter Casey comes up with a drink and she gives a some background on, on the drink, where it got his name from, and things like that. I love your uh, family business. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you just talked about Casey and, you know, your wife. And who else is on the team? Uh, my oldest daughter, Alyssa. Not only does she serve, but she does all the catering and payroll wow. and wow. scheduling. Wow. Yeah. And my our son is still at Clemson, so he's graduating in May, but he has no intention of working for the family. <laughs> <laughs> There's always one. Well, he's, There's he's, always he, one. He's the smart one. He's graduating mechanical engineer. Oh, that's wow. amazing. Yeah. That's, that's what awesome. Elon Musk said everybody was supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> everybody was like, how can I be like you? Well, yeah. I mean, you can't and you don't want to be. Yeah. <laughs> but if you ever want to try, yeah. start here. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I was last time we were in there, I saw one of your grandbabies. Yes, I got, we have two of them. Yes, Walker and Cash. I think oh it was God. Walker. Yeah. Cute yeah. Names. I think we saw Walker. Yeah, I love those names. Walker is the true boss of the place. He, <laughs> oh, um, okay. Yep he he runs around. He knows where everything is, and yeah. I mean, That's I love awesome. this. I love how much your family is involved and how community focused it is. And I think that's a lot of our whys to why we do what we do. And if you guys haven't checked it out, like now is the time. This yeah. is truly family owned. This is truly making a difference in our community. Absolutely. So we should make an effort to support our local business owners and go out and eat yeah. and get catering and do stuff because only we can support each other. Yeah. Right, right. Well, so can you give us like three tips for all of our small business owners out there who may be trying to decide if they should take that leap to buy the food truck or to find a spot like at Evergreen Sportsplex or they might be in a situation where they actually want to get a brick and mortar. What are some of your tips, like top three tips to say, yes, level up? Uh, probably things that I didn't do, uh, <laughs> like contact a, an accountant to you know set it up and get a lawyer involved. I still mm. haven't because, done that. Right. Um, <laughs> Maybe so, I should. You know, with with my background, you know, in, in IT and working for these big firms, I I had to read through contracts at certain times. So I I felt that you know I could read through these. I I've read through real estate leases before, but you never really know until you don't know what you don't know. Right. And so the commercial real estate for retail is a lot different than I was doing commercial office space. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they try to hide little things here okay. and there. So and we know this because <laughs> our good friend Mercedes Taylor, mm -hmm. who is a commercial realtor, and she's just absolutely, completely brilliant. Yes, she she is. is passionate about her field. And she, whenever she speaks, I think we should have recorded that because <laughs> – you don't know what you don't know. Right. Yeah. Like it That's is a specific a field that you really want to go with an actual commercial realtor who knows yes. their stuff. Because that's how you stay protected. So that's a really good right. tip. And, and it's, it's like one of those things where when you're starting out, you have limited funds. So you're like, do I really want to spend this exactly. money on an attorney, this money on an accountant? You know, I, right. so I set up my own LLC. Did I do it right? No. Mm -hmm. But so we had to correct it later on. But you know, when I set up QuickBooks, I thought I was doing it right. And it ends up we're still going through fixing some of my mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the way most small businesses begin. So it's hard to start that up and then also put out all that money. Yes. Right. Yeah. So much money to go well, without. Cash flow yeah. is very yeah. limited yeah. when you're when you're starting yeah. off. Yeah. But I think you kinda hit the nail on the head there where Trust the experts. It, trust the experts yeah. and you know, in the end it does cost you yeah. More, you, you're gonna pay for it one way or another. Exactly, exactly. eventually, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, but sometimes you have to pay for it later because you don't have it right now. Right. Yeah. Right. Sounds yeah. like someone I know. <laughs> and then, and then the, I, I think the other key point that again Valerie kept driving home at me, you know, don't undervalue yourself. Yes, that's um, that's powerful. That right is. There. That's yeah. really important. It's in the case. So when we say this all the time, know your value, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But how do you assess your value, right? Yeah. Because you could overvalue and then you're losing, yeah. you're losing out. And if you undervalue, then you're, you're losing out. How do you, how did you, or how have you now assessed your value? Not your personal value, but like, how do you market, how do you value yourself within the industry? Uh, well, 
with us, it's all pricing. You know, it's a commodity that, that we're selling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so there's a bunch of people that sell brisket. You know, so you try to make the best brisket you can. And again, you can't. You don't want to underprice, but you also don't want to overprice. So there's some f- formulas that most restaurateurs use to get that price. And so I'm constantly. People come see me all the time at the restaurant. I'm at the little corner on the seat on my laptop, and a lot of times I'm just redoing budgets and checking food pricing, and you know, m- making sure that we're not losing money on the dish. You know, because mm-hmm. uh, the food prices go mm-hmm. up and down every day. Exactly. A couple of weeks ago, I bought chicken thighs on a Thursday. On Monday, they were up thirty percent. Wow. And so, how do you? you know, I, I can't go so and change my price. So you have to stay pricing. in there daily. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, the market has kind of leveled out some now. It's not nearly as bad as it was last year. Um, you know, but so, yeah, you can't really – Well, I don't even know if this is a thing, but can you get into a contract with a supplier at a certain price or do you have – That's what I'm working on now. Yeah. Uh, so even though I had con- – I've been in business for almost 10 years. I had contracts. Once I moved to location – they said, well, you're a new company. Things change, right? So now you have to be in business a year. So now I've been in business a year. I now reach out to all my suppliers. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're in. Interesting. We have to talk. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, so that's good to know. So yeah. people may not know that. If you're a small business owner, you've been in a brick and mortar for a year, you you started and you're considered a new business, you may want to talk to your, your suppliers and see if you can negotiate some yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. And just like when we moved from you know, catering out of our house to Evergreen, we lost all our re- reviews on Yelp because they said, well, you changed locations. There's, you know, all the ambiance is gone. I'm like, ambiance, we were caterers. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's good to know. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. So when you switched locations, then you have to start fresh? Yes. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That sucks. Although in this world of the uh, – Keyboard pirates. It's sometimes it's refreshing to start fresh. Oh my god! Okay, first of all, try to don't get started on Yelp. Yeah, yeah. Yelp is Yelp. It's yeah. it's tough. Yeah, it's a tough world there. Yeah. And I guess it depends on the industry. You like Yelp a little bit, do, do you? I don't hate it. I I mean, for me, like I bought a running business, right? So like it already had sort of a following, and it was okay. Well, let's just keep it like the lowest investment possible. But, like, if we're getting eyes on, you know, like, there's everybody sell us this. If we can get your phone to ring, can you sell your product? Well, yeah, I know it better than anyone else, so of course I can, if it's worth selling to this person. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's a really good point. Yeah, like, so I can. So we just did the minimum advertising budget, which I think is, like, 250 a month or whatever for Yelp. So we're there. We're present. We have good reviews on it. But I've never checked it. I've never go on there and, like, try to calculate what I get from Yelp. It's just, we're there. It exists. Why not? Sort of the same with Mm -hmm. Groupon, right? Mm -hmm. Like Groupon takes almost 50%. Most of the Groupon clients that we get are not our ideal clients. Even then they're trying to save more money and are unhappy and, you know, whatever else. So it just almost becomes, well, is it worth just having that presence there or not? Yeah. Yeah. You have to look at it as free advertising. And that's kind of what I'm doing. We we, we signed up with uh, the Clipper magazine, uh, so yeah. they they spend fifteen dollars to get thirty dollars worth of barbecue, mm-hmm. so we have to give thirty dollars worth of food away. Right. You know, and it stipulates dine in only and you know no alcohol and alcohol doesn't count, and people just don't read. You right, know, and you get into exactly. arguments. Well, you know, oh, 
Oh, There's huge yeah. entitlement with it, right. and that's the hardest and then, part. And, but and the, the worst part is still come in. I almost want to make up signs for the mm-hmm. tables. Like, if, if you have a clipper, let us know ahead of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we'll give you bad service. Do you, <laughs> feel, do you feel like you would ever do it again with clipper? No. Yeah. I won't. Because, uh, and that now, I mean, it's good advertisement, and you have to think of it that way. You know, it's costing me money, mm-hmm. but they're out there. They've made a great ad in the magazine, and, and it's out there in the world. But the problem is they come in, people come in who buy it, they'll, they'll sit there calculating, all right, What's going to take? What do you have to order to spend just over thirty dollars? And then they'll ask for stuff to go, like they're drinking a Coke, mm-hmm. and now they want one to go as well. You know, it's and that that's not built not in your ideal client. But then the worst part is after the deduction, they tip on the final bill. Yeah, not that's on so not, not not on the total cost right. of the bill. Right. But it also, you know, I've had customers that have called and they're like, we saw this on Groupon. I'm like, well, use this code instead if you haven't bought it and it's close to the same thing. And they just don't believe you. And it's like, okay, well, then don't. But then don't expect. I literally had a group show up yesterday without a booking, call me and say they had a Groupon. So they had a booking. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Did Groupon tell you when your booking is? (laughs) They're like, no. And I'm like, well, my... We don't do walk-ins and my staff can't come in. Well, I have six kids in the car and they're all screaming. So I made my staff go in and later she texted me and she said, they were rude, they left a mess, and they never showed me their group on. And I'm like, okay, well, see, this is the problem. So we do need to sell out on it. Like, there's no point. Yeah. But that's how they found us. Right. Kind of like the good with the bad. Yeah. Yeah. So you've learned a lot. Yes. In a yeah. short period of time. <laughs> <laughs> when is yeah. your one-year anniversary? It was uh, um, February 12th. Oh, okay. Yay. Congratulations. So you're heading into, we're heading into your second year. Yes. Now. Yeah. But yeah. all together, it's seven years or how many uh, years all together for well, Rescue? Uh, rescue legally, almost 10 years. Okay. Yay. <laughs> okay. We might have, couple, might have a couple of years selling food without a license, you know. <laughs> Are you ever going to start, like, packaging the rubs and selling those? Um, um, we, 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 we get a lot of requests. We, we sell the bottles of sauce you oh, know, okay, out of the cool. restaurant to go. Um, we want to look into doing that a full production, but the problem is we have – eight different sauces. Mm. And so which ones do you pick? Because each sauce takes about, it's about an $800 investment just to get all the, you know, to get the chemically analyzed right. and, and the, you know, the nutrition labels and everything right. before you even start. Wow. So if I do all eight, that's a lot of Because mm-hmm. it has capital. to go through the FDA. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, because I know they have to do that with dog treats too. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Like, yeah. So it's for the crazy. dog treats, they have to, they have to get that yeah. recipe certified. I think it was closer to 2000 yeah. I'm not sure, but it was extremely Crazy. expensive. Yeah, and so you know, so if you're doing one sauce, it's not that bad. Right. But but we have eight sauces, and so mm-hmm. I'd probably start out with like the your most the top yeah, exactly yeah. top three. Or even, yeah, ones. top three, and yeah. you do like a little bundle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Christmas fact, bundle. In fact, Christ- I just did a, a brand new sauce yesterday for this week. Oh. I did a, a uh, Guinness infused sauce. I'm starving. <laughs> I'm so hungry. I know. I feel like we need to eat barbecue. Yeah. I'm like wings, bourbon, brisket. Yeah. I'm like wait a minute. What's grumbling this? over here? What is the? What is the? Is this for the corned beef? What is it? What yeah, are you doing? Yeah, it's for St. Patty's Day. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's <laughs> Friday. Yeah. So I decided to give, my, give a shot at doing a Reuben. I don't even eat Reubens, but we had a lot of 
request for Ruben, so uh, I had my staff make some on Yum. Saturday. I put a post out, and we got great reviews from it. So the, one couple comes in all the time. They said, we judge everyone on wings and Rubens. <laughs> That's so, so funny. She said, we're already here for your Rubens, uh, for, for your wings. And now we came for the Rubens. I said, it's probably the best Ruben I ever had. Oh, my oh, gosh. I judge everybody excited. on Bloody Marys and potato salad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then we we have to go because we, we're like, oh, I don't like their wings. I know. I'm wings are good. My wings. Yeah. I yeah. don't eat meat that has bones in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a boneless, skinless girl. <laughs> so you like chicken nuggets? <laughs> I do not like chicken no, nuggets. She, she likes her chicken thighs. <laughs> yeah, I'll eat it. I just don't want to nibble on the bone at yeah. all. So that's my <laughs> favorite part. <laughs> okay, so. There's so many jokes in there. <laughs> yeah, there always are. <laughs> So thank you for sharing your time with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. Is there anything you'd like to share with us that you have any upcoming events or anything you're working on right now that you want to share? Or where people can find you? Uh, they can find us on Facebook at Rescue, R-E-S-Q-B-B-Q. And then we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Uh, Twitter has a little underscore in between. And then our website is uh, www.resq-bbq.com. And you're awesome. in Leesburg. We're in Leesburg, in um, Leesburg Plaza, right behind the new drive through Starbucks. That's Sounds a, like a second location yeah. might be in the works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we, we get asked all the time. When you go, when you come into South Try Riding. Try South Riding. Right, yeah, exactly. yeah, I was going to say that. We need something over here. Well, thank you so much. We're going to pop over very quickly to the Kids Collective and finish up. I think we have like maybe two Kids Collective interviews left. So we'll pop over to that and then we're going to come right back and do events. Yay! Hello, everybody. We are here at the Dulles Town Center Mall with the Kids Collective event. I am here with Sage with Total Fruit. Sage, I absolutely love your necklace. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Well, it's made with the peach pit of, well, in the center of the peach, as everybody knows. And you had to, first you had to sand it. Then you got to, you got to wash it with a toothbrush because there's like gook still in the peach pit. Then you got to drill a hole through it and then you can put a string through it and put beads on it so you can shorten it and long it. And so the also, you put one bead on it, too, because at the top, so it doesn't come apart. Oh, my gosh. That is so brilliant. I love this idea. I've never seen anything like it. This is super unique. So, Total Fruit, tell me a little bit about your business. Well, I really like to think that I want to help the environment, so I want to not waste any bit of the fruit. So that's why it's called Total Fruit, because I'm using the whole entire thing. I love that. You know, the Indians, when they were hunting, they used every single bit of the of the hunt. They would use the bones, the skin, all of that stuff. So I love that you're thinking about nature, you're thinking about the environment and how you, you know, created your business. What are some of your other products? Um, well, I got peach roll-ups that is just blended up peach with honey. Oh my gosh, that sounds good. dehydrated. Yum. What do you have there in your hands right now? It's banana chips. It's just dried, cut-up bananas, and they taste really good, so I like it. So there's no seasoning? It's just a banana? Yeah. Huh. Is it like potato chips? It's better than potato chips. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to get some. Okay, so what is your favorite thing about being a young entrepreneur? Um. Well, I don't know. It's all good because you can start your own business early, 
So then you have a lot more planned than what people start with their business when they're just graduating from college and high school. I absolutely agree. I mean, you could even, if you wanted to go to college, you could pay for it with the money you earn now. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, so I really love that you're thinking forward like that. And I love that you're thinking about the environment. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to share with us today? Um, I think that's all. Okay. Thank you, Sage. Bye. Bye. Okay, so we are back. Leslie, can you share with us events? Yes, absolutely. So super excited for the young professionals. It's almost here. It's finally here. March 23rd at Lost Rhino from 530 to 730. It is encouraged for the young professionals to come out. (laughs) Old people won't kick you out. (laughs) But everyone is welcome. So don't be scared by the young part. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to, I'm going to be there, <laughs> but it's going to be a blast. Um, Lost Rhino is absolutely amazing for, for hosting us. And I think we have about like a 150 mm-hmm. people yeah. RSVP. So that will be a blast. And then March 27th, our collective coffee for Loudon at our new home artistic fuel suite. That's on the second floor above Ridgetop suite 200. Super excited for that. And then, of course, our Bubbles and Bling, which will be on May 4th. We do have sponsorships available. We have one Bubbles and one Bling. So we are already at almost at capacity. So if you want to make, you have to come. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have those two sponsorship levels left. We are almost out of seats. We're saving them for our sponsors. Um, I don't think we will have many seats available for individual sale, but if we do, we will announce it. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's, it's the space too. We have limited space. We have limited space for the event. So for now we have the one bubbles and the one bling and we'll see if we can open it up for a couple seats available. But May 4th, this is going to be an amazing event at the Waterford Pearl. So if you'd like to sponsor, please reach out to us. Yeah. And um, and I also wanted to shout out Bartique for donating the coffee for our March Loudon Coffee event. We have Walter Espinoza with Local Mechanical who's donating, he's sponsoring the beignets from Bill Stutz Beignets. That'll Yummy. be our pastry. And then we have Christian Bentley, who will be set up selling birdhouses that are edible. So he is making birdhouses and he's going to sell them at that event. He's our young entrepreneur and we just really want to support him. So he will be at our Loudon Coffee as well. We will have one or more of the Artistic Fuel team there to talk to us about what is Artistic Fuel. And then we're going to have, I think, Jessica Morris from Keller Williams to speak to us a little bit about how to end homelessness in Northern Virginia. And we will be talking about a big event that they're hosting called Over the Edge, where we will be repelling down 14 stories of the Hilton in Crystal well, City. we won't. <laughs> I Your might. sons will. <laughs> uh, you have bubbles and bling the next day. You're not repelling from anything. Yeah, Lisa. I'm not. I'll cry. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Chuck will do it. So (laughs) actually, Artisan Plumbing is sponsoring that. So we will be doing, on May the 4th, we'll be doing Bubbles and Bling. And on May the 5th, Cinco de Mayo, we will be in Crystal City repelling. So uh, So do I have to have my sombrero on? You know, (laughs) Cinco de Mayo? Yes. Well, there's going to be... 
<laughs> there's going to be a giant party at the base of the Hilton, and it's going to be, uh, you know, they're going to have live bands, and they're going to have margaritas, and they're going to have taco trucks, and they're going to have, like, a bunch of games and fun things out there. It's going to be amazing. So, um, so that's what's happening, and we're super excited about our very first coffee in our new home. So thanks very so much exciting. to Artistic Fuel for donating that space. It's a gorgeous space, so I can't wait to see everyone on the 27th. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Chuck from Rescue Barbecue. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Now let's go to lunch at Rescue. Yeah. <laughs> so go out. <laughs>